Welcome to SL Advisors Talks Energy. I'm Simon Lack. At SL Advisors, we invest in energy infrastructure. We read about energy. We talk to people in the energy sector. We write about energy. We explore how the shale revolution is leading to American energy independence and how climate change is impacting how energy is produced and used. Nothing we say should be construed as a sale of securities, which can only be made through the relevant prospectus. In this week's podcast, I'm going to talk about more news on climate extremists and the good news on CO2 emissions in the US. Greta Thunberg of How Dare You is in the news again this week. She really is starting to annoy me. Uh, She's, of course, the young woman from Sweden who seems to have dropped out of high school, who gave a presentation to the United Nations saying, how dare you to the rest of us, I assume, for not being more concerned about CO2 emissions and climate change. She's accusing the rich world, OECD countries, the developed world of creative accounting in measuring our CO2 emissions. She argues that we should be including the CO2 that's emitted in the production of whatever we import. And of course, the country generating the CO2 should be the country measuring its emissions, not the country using the product. And there's data in The Economist magazine to show both sides of this. It makes a little bit of a difference, but not a whole lot. But she seems to be lecturing us on climate change repeatedly, even though she knows very little about the topic beyond what she's been taught by one set of adults that she's listening to, lecturing to the rest of us. And I don't think that she's really helping the debate a whole lot. In fact, she's really pissing off people like me, I can tell you. The New York Post ran a good article recently on misdirected uh, climate activists, and they pointed out, which is well known to people who study the issue, that CO2 emissions are growing in poorer countries, not rich ones. China and India quite reasonably want to lift their populations out of poverty, and it takes energy to do that. Climate activists want us to lower emissions to accommodate higher emissions in the developing world. This may be morally right. It may be something that we have an ethical obligation to do, but climate activists should at least say so. They should at least explain that while they want us to stop eating meat and cycle everywhere and not get on a plane and really not use any energy at all other than what we can produce uh, from our own bodies, While they argue for us to move back to an 18th century standard of living, they should at least be honest and say that we're trying to accommodate higher living standards in China, in India, and other developing countries, just so that people understand what they're being asked to give up and why they're being asked to do that. Extinction Rebellion is this fringe, pretty crazy group that has come up with all kinds of unconventional protests. And there was a video that I watched just this morning showing some Extinction Rebellion protesters standing on top of a commuter train in London while all of the weary travelers waiting to get home for dinner at the end of a long day had to wait and be harangued about climate change. How dare they? Who are these people that they think they can screw up everybody else's day? The video showed one protester being dragged off the train by angry people. Who can be surprised by that? Who can have any sympathy 
for such a knucklehead who assumes that they have the right to disrupt the commute and the day of hundreds of other people in order to get on their soapbox. It really is hard to have any sympathy for such a knucklehead. Finally, there's some good news from the Energy Information Administration. This is part of the United States Department of Energy in their short-term energy outlook. They expect lower household spending on heating this winter due to milder weather. This doesn't get a lot of attention, but in fact, far more people die from cold weather than from warm weather in the world. That's not to say that we should just warm up the planet because of that. Although I have to tell you that I spend a good part of the winter as a New Jersey exile in Florida because I find the cold weather in New Jersey less and less tolerable. So I can certainly count me as somebody who's in favor of a little bit milder winter. But the EIA expects CO2 emissions to drop next year by 2.4% and by a further 1.7% the following year. And this is due to lower energy consumption in America. And it's also because we're switching from coal to natural gas. This is just another example of how the shale revolution continues to deliver cheaper, cleaner energy than we would have without it and why it's just a great thing for America. Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Energy. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website, sl-advisors.com. There you can sign up for our blog, watch videos and webinars. Follow us on iTunes and Spotify and follow us on Twitter at Simon Lack.